October 12th. And now, as we turn our attention to the New Testament, our reading today will be in the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verses 4 through 28, where we'll uh, read about false peace. The day of the Lord is that time when God will pour out His wrath on the world. It is coming. God's people have been saved from wrath, so they need not worry. But the lost world will be caught at a time when they think they're secure. To be ready for Christ's coming, God's people must be sober and live and walk in the light. And we'll read about family peace. The local church fellowship should reflect God's peace. And it will if God's people obey authority, minister to one another, and submit to the Spirit of God. Verse 21 emphasizes the positive and verse 22 the negative, and both are important. We'll read about faithful peace. Holiness and peace go together. For the God who quiets the heart also cleanses the heart. A disturbed heart is sometimes evidence of unconfessed sin. God is faithful. Let Him bring purity and peace to your heart. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. October 12, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 4 through 28. But you aren't in the dark about these things, dear brothers and sisters, and you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. For you are all children of the light and of the day. We don't belong to darkness and night. So be on your guard, not asleep like the others. Stay alert and be sober. Night is the time for sleep and the time when people get drunk. But let us who live in the light think clearly, protected by the body armor of faith and love, and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation. For God decided to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ, not to pour out His anger on us. He died for us, so that we can live with Him forever, whether we are dead or alive at the time of His return. So encourage each other, and build each other up, just as you are already doing. Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and warn you against all that is wrong. Think highly of them and give them your wholehearted love because of their work. And remember to live peaceably with each other. Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy. Encourage those who are timid. Take tender care of those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. See that no one pays back evil for evil, but always try to do good to each other and to everyone else. Always be joyful. Keep on praying. No matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. Keep away from every kind of evil. Now, may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until that day when our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. God, who calls you, is faithful 
He will do this. Dear brothers and sisters, pray for us. Greet all the brothers and sisters in Christian love. I command you in the name of the Lord to read this letter to all the brothers and sisters. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with all of you. Good morning, everybody. This is Jason going from phase three to phase four. I've been at the refuge for about eight months now, and God is doing great, miraculous things in my life. I've seen a lot of family restoration. I've grown some great relationships, got close to a lot of brothers. I've seen God do miracles and great things in their life as well. Uh, just by staying obedient and a willingness to be obedient and staying in God's Word and uh, doing things for Christ and staying truly vertical, you definitely see the blessings. Special shout out to Dave Geller. He's been a great inspiration. Dude's one of my three. And uh, those of you guys coming to Columbus soon, look forward to seeing you. Thank you. This is Adam Dennis. I'm phasing up from phase one to phase two. Um, give a shout out to all the guys down there at phase one still. Good luck and keep pushing on. Um, God has great things in store for all of us. Um, I'm just so blessed to have uh, been a part of this ministry to this point. I'm very excited what God has in store for me. Um, thank you to everyone who has helped guide me and lead me on the right path. Um, I love all my brothers. This is Doug Casey, repping that unashamed, phasing up from phase one to phase two. And I just got to say these last 20 days, 28 days have just been absolutely amazing. God is great and greatly to be praised. He's built me up in my faith and I've just built up in confidence that he's, what he's got in store for me is something great, far greater than what I've had. And I just want to say, love and miss everybody back in phase one. Psalm 82, verses 1 through 8. A Psalm of Asaph. God presides over heaven's court. He pronounces judgment on the judges. How long will you judges hand down unjust decisions? How long will you shower special favors on the wicked? Give fair judgment to the poor and the orphan. Uphold the rights of the oppressed and the destitute. Rescue the poor and helpless. Deliver them from the grasp of evil people. But these oppressors know nothing. They are so ignorant. And because they are in darkness, the whole world is shaken to the core. I say, you are gods and children of the Most High. But in death you are mere men. You will fall as any prince, for all must die. Rise up, O God, and judge the earth, for all the nations belong to you. Proverbs 25, verses 9 and 10. So discuss the matter with them, your neighbors, privately. Don't tell anyone else or others may accuse you of gossip. Then you will never regain your good reputation. I feel like I've been riding wings more than I've had my feet on the ground lately. Clayton, can you sign this? Your vids have impacted me greatly. So I sign my name and step away, and she smiles and calls me a saint. And in my gut I want to scream, wait, come back. Let me take that Sharpie, scratch out my name, and give it back because you don't know me. And if you did, you'd never ask for an autograph or for me to pray with your kid. 
You see, I'm no better than you. I'm not a saint. I'm not a role model. I'm just a sinner saved by grace, running full throttle, telling the world to put down the bottle and drink living water instead. And everywhere I go, I'll meet with the dead. And I stand on stages and machine them the gospel like I'm launching hot lead. If denouncing Muhammad and other false prophets makes me a hothead, then God set this head on fire and give me a burning desire to rescue those who are following liars. Don't let it be me who they admire. Because who am I? I'm a nobody. I'm just flesh and bones headed to my grave. But along the way, I had an encounter with grace that to this day takes the guilt of my yesterday's failures far away as I stand on stages and preach and pray and beg sinners to come to Jesus and have those sins washed away because Jesus Christ is the only way. And unlike Muhammad, he didn't stay in the grave. But three days later, he came rushing back to life and he's coming back someday. And when he does, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. The shepherd is coming back with his staff and his rod. And I find it odd that the church doesn't care. We'd rather debate gay marriage, like what's right and what's fair. And we wonder why getting new church members is becoming so rare. Are tattoos wrong? Really, bro, who cares? Get out of your church pews and chairs. There's a dying world right outside of your stained glass windows. Depressed people, poor people, addicts and widows. We'd rather sit on the couch and watch VeggieTales with our kiddos while Christians overseas are having their heads lopped off and placed on videos. That's why it's on us to get up and go and tell the world that Jesus is coming back and the trumpet will blow. And ISIS can't be had the one who wears a crown on his head and has holes in his feet. And I pray to God I'm there the day that jihadists and Jesus meet and they fall at those feet because Jesus Christ is King. And all the Muslim chants and mosques around the world can't drown out the sound of angels as they sing holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty because God is mighty and ISIS is not. And they think when they kill us, our souls die and our bodies rot. But our faith is not built on your weak sand, it stands on a rock. And when you kill us, we live in mansions in heaven that's your oil money never bought. Golden roads and diamond lots, we do not die with your cowardly shots. ISIS is rodents who follow a book that teaches them to kill. And they're promised virgins in heaven through Allah's will. There will be no virgins or paradise awaiting them. There will be hell for those wicked men. Jesus died for them too. And he loves them just as much as he loves me and he loves you. So to any Muslim watching this, let me tell you the truth. Jesus died for you. Muhammad lied to you. And Jesus can save you just like he saved me. And when he did, he gracefully gave me everything that I needed. I didn't deserve any of it, but he displayed his mercy and gave me plenty of it. I was eating the world and still had an empty stomach. But the bread of life changed my life. Goodbye, world. Keep your forks and your knives because I'm full. I'm satisfied. I'm saved. And the Holy Spirit lit a fire in my chest that I can't put out. So if you're put out by the fact that I won't tap out, you might as well shut up while I pull a map out and look for the next place to step out and tell the world that Jesus is a step up. And if hundreds of thousands continue to push my rep up, then let them see Jesus and not this piece of trash that he swept up, held up, and saved. So at every place, on every stage, I will shout one name. I will proclaim one name. I will beg sinners to repent and believe in one name, Jesus Christ. Why? Because it's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus till the day I die.